Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Ruby Together all again. How's it been? How's it going? I hope it's going good for you guys. Um, welcome to this week. I, of course, I'm still adjusting to many positions, so you're going to have to unfortunately suffer with me. So, yeah, I'm just still trying to get adjusted to everything. So, hopefully, by next month, I should be more, like, put together with everything. I'm already getting a little more used to things, so hopefully, you know, things go well. But I have been reading a couple of little romances here and there because, I don't know, just felt like it, I guess. So I decided to read The Business Proposal, but it does also have many other names, so I'm just going to go through them because there's a, a, you know, like a, uh, what was called, the ones where you like flip over through your phone, um, Fuck it, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's also called The Office Blind Date. Oh, a webtoon, that's what it's called. Fucking stupid, oh my gosh. Uh, it's also called The Business Proposal, The Office Blind Date. What else? I know there's a couple of different names for it. Um, yeah, I think those are the basic two names for them. But it's a really cute and funny story. I spent the whole weekend, well, not the whole weekend, the whole week. <laughs> I finished it on the weekend uh, reading this one little love story because it was really kind of cute, okay? Uh, was it really sexual? No. But it was adorable. And I want to get into it. So the story begins with a young girl hiding from her boss. Picking up the phone in secret, trying to get away from this guy. And then it cuts back to the past and why she's in the situation. Okay, so <laughs> the young girl is named She Hari. Um, but she also has a bunch of other different names, so I'm just going to call Hari. Hari is um, just an average office worker. Uh, woman, very put together. She works in finance for a big corporation. Um, and she's under a lot of stress because she took out a lot of loans to make sure that her family's business stayed afloat when um, the flu virus came around and they weren't able to get chicken or at the center forth. They were not going to go to a restaurant. And like, she put herself to college. She's very independent. And she has a very cute little brother. And she feels a lot of responsibility to take over the family as the oldest sister. And she has a best friend who is very... She's a little spoiled. Her whole friend is a little spoiled. And they're both men in high school, whatever. So they've been friends for a very long time. She's starting to know the family. She's been around. So one day, her friend called Hari to like take her out to dinner. She's like, hey, girl, come with me. Come to dinner. Like, just come chill. And she takes her to like a really fancy restaurant. And she's like, oh, what the fuck is all this? Like, you never do this for me. Because she actually comes, Hari's friend actually comes from money. Uh, not fuck time, but, you know, still up there. And she's like, oh, uh, I have a very big favor to ask of you. My dad tries to put me into like these blind dates, and I've been trying everything to get out of them. And some of the fuckers just won't leave me alone. And I just want you to go for me so that 
I don't have to deal with this bullshit. Like, I, I need to just scare this man off. And the girl's like, I'm not doing this. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, screw you, bro. Do your own thing. And she's like, come on, please. Like, I'll do anything. I just, I really need, like, you know what? I'll give you money. She's like, I know that you're in debt. I know that you're struggling, so I'll give you money. All you have to do is go pretend to be me and make this guy, like, life trash. And she's like, okay, fine. Also, I'm just finding out that the business proposal actually has, like, a drama to it. I think I'm going to have to fucking watch this. <laughs> I never seen, I didn't notice. It is, it does have a piss, oh my god, it's on Netflix. It was just released on February 28, 2022, the present. I am watching this, oh my fucking god, you guys are hearing my reaction in the first place. Oh my god, oh my god. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, let me just, let me stop being stupid. Anyways, 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 anyways. Uh, so Hari is like, okay, fine, like I'll go, I'll do whatever I need to do, right? And so she goes on a date, and she wears this pink wig. She like puts a little like um, Mr. Gemma, like the breast lifters under under her. She's just trying to, you know, intimidate him by being hypersexual because apparently her friends like, yeah, that that's the best way to get these men off of you is like to be like, no, I don't want to be married with you is to do that way. But little did she know, little did she freaking know that the man who she's supposed to be on this blind date with, well, her friends are supposed to be on a blind date with, is the new director of the company she directly works for, she works for. And at first she doesn't know that. So she's just like, whatever, like whoever this handsome guy is, screw him. And he comes in blank face and she's just like, I have very little expectations for this guy. When she finds out his name, she kind of panics a little bit, but it's like, oh, I'm going to keep myself, you know, to, <laughs> to uh, a higher standard because, uh, you know, this guy not, not trying to get him to find out my identity. But the guy whose name is Siop, I think his name is Siop, comes in and is like, you know what? Before he even got in the ride, he was like, you know what? Like, maybe it's destiny. Like, I'll just marry somebody and get my father off my, my grandfather off my back. Because the only reason he's even going to these freaking blind dates is because his grandfather really wants him to get married and have grandkids. He's like, I'm over it. You're like, in your 20s, it's time. You're hitting your 30s, let's go. Um, <laughs> so he's like, whoever this fucking woman is, I guess I'm just going to have to marry her. But when he sees her kind of being like overly sexual and like acting like he's below her, he kind of gets intrigued. He's like, you know what? Like, maybe, maybe it could work. I don't know. I'm just fucking what? Maybe this is who I'm meant to be with. But he does like this thing where he's like, you know what? Like, um, I'm going to go off for a second. Uh, I'll be back, whatever. And he thinks that she's going to run away from him. But she actually sits there and she waits for him. And she didn't really start having a serious conversation. So I said, a serious conversation. And she's like, you know what? Like, I'm not really about this. Like, just we can end this here. And he's like, nah, because you waited for me. That shows me that maybe there could be a chance between us. So instead of like turning him off, he kind of makes him more determined to be with her. 
And of course, she's never trying to go on a date again. She doesn't want to get fired. She needs her job because she needs that money to pay those fucking loans that she has and keep her family business running. Mind you, her friend keeps setting her up on these blind dates because setting up on the same blind date with the same guy because he's intrigued by her and she don't want to go. She don't want to deal with this. And she's trying to get Hari to like, Hori to like, um, basically make him be like, nah, I'm not into her. But somewhere along the way, he kind of puts it together that she's lying to him. She's not who she says she is. And so he has his secretary, who is very, very handsome. I think his name is, um, hold, hold up. What's his name? What's his name? I think his name is Kim. Kim, I think his name is Kim. Yeah, Kim. Go and track the who's who's he supposed to be dating, right? The woman he thinks he's dating, and it ends up that he falls in love with Holly's best friend, the original girl who was supposed to take on a day. And when he goes back, he kind of is like. Those those two personalities didn't match. The pink haired girl and her are not the same. So even Mu uh, Kang Ti Mu, that's I think that's his full name. Uh, the guy, the CEO. Uh, I should have called him. I should call him Mu Mu whatever. Mu is like something's wrong. Something's off here. So he basically threatens. Uh, Hottie's best friend, because he finds her and threatens her, like, you're not the same person. You're not who I want. Bring me the woman that I went on a date with. And she tries everything she can. It's like, no, I don't know her. I never met her before. I hired her off of an agency. I don't have anything to do with her, this and forth. And he's like, fine. Then I'm going to marry you. Because I'm going to marry somebody. Somebody's going to get married. It's going to be me. I'm going to get married. With somebody. And if it's going to be somebody, it's going to be you. So find me the bitch. Or I'll marry you. And she's like, oh, damn. Like, this is this is real. Like, you really... Mm-mm, nah. So she basically feeds hot into the wolves. <laughs> and traps her in a date with this man in a fancy lounge. Now, Hada should have seen it coming. But she didn't. She's you know, doesn't have, like, bad intentions in her. But, of course... She gets trapped and he kind of puts it together like, you know, who you say you are, you look kind of familiar, you know, who the fuck are you? And she's dying not to give her, her give him her real name. She's lying. She's making things up. But he kind of knows that she is in a way, but he's like, I just want to know. I just want to be around you. I like you. Something about you I like. And clearly things get resolved and he gets to find out who the fuck she is. And now he gets to kind of fuck with her. Mind you, there's a whole side story between um, Kim and Haru's best friend and how they fall in love. And it's adorable. Honestly, I have to watch this. Now that I know that it's a Netflix, I have to watch it so I can come back and compare it. Because I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, (laughs) He's a high-pitched scream. I have to watch it. Now I know, and <laughs> I've been looking for something good to watch. I found it. 
So I'm not going to spoil the whole thing because I think it's a really good read. And like I said, it does have like spicy moments, but mainly between like the best friend and Kim, the secretary Kim. But uh, it's mainly like funny, cute, like Jose situation. And I really adore it. I think people should read it. Now, for more hardcore smart, I did end up reading one more time. And it's an ongoing like um, webtoon. And holy shit, is this like a little bit more on the sexual side, okay? So we start off with Chinyi, and she is staying in her best friend's house. Her best friend, her best friend is Jung Wu, and he just escaped. He just ran away from his family. He's going to go with his live with his girlfriend in somewhere in like Scandin some kind of Scandinavian country. I don't I don't know. I don't care. And so she's like up in his house in New York City and she's cleaning it up and he's like, Yeah, can you just like cover for me basically? That's don't tell anyone where I'm going. Like I'm only gonna tell you because you're the only person I trust. And she's like, Okay, like bet, like whatever. And she like cleans his whole house, she puts everything in water. And she's like, you know what? It's a nice day, I'm in my house and I mean Take a little shower before I can leave or whatever. She goes, she goes to shower. She's having a good time. She's just like there, taking a nice bath, looking nice. When all of a sudden, some suited man burges into the door, burges into the bathroom, and it's like, who the fuck is you? And she's freaking out, like, who the fuck is you? This is my best friend's house. What the fuck are you doing? How the hell did you even get in here? And he's like, well, uh, I'm his brother, bitch. Who is you and where is my fucking brother, bro? And she's like, first off, get the fuck out, man. Like, I'm not even dressed. Yeet. Skeet. Go. Elsewhere. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's the staring for me. So she basically gets, like, some clothes on or whatever. And she meets him in the living room and was like, look, bro, I can't tell you. I don't even know where he went. He's like, hmm. Are you his girlfriend? And she's like, no, I'm not his girlfriend. It's like, then are you a squatter? What are you doing in his apartment? He's like, no, I'm his best friend. And he just let me be here for a little while. And he's like, oh, so you're randomly in my brother's house that's actually cleaned. That's never, that's unheard of. I know my, who my brother is and he's not this type of person. So who are you again? And he's like, I'm your brother's best friend. She gives him an ID basically. It's like, whatever. He interrogates her for a while and is like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I don't have time for you. Like, just get the fuck out of here. So she, he walks away and she's just like, these people are nothing alike. My best friend is like super sweet, super nice. Like, <laughs> like who the fuck is this? But his brother, Nong Jae Hyuk, I think that's what his name is. Yeah, John Kia Hyuk. I, I'm not good with these names. I'm sorry, that's not me. So, he ends up leaving his wallet on the table and she ends up getting a phone call which makes her kind of take some of his money and skip out of new york city uh he comes back for a wallet finds out that thousand dollars are missing she left a post-it note but unfortunately it fell off of the wallet so he just thinks like damn this bitch robbed me for my money and then left damn ho and so <laughs> But it ends up that three weeks later, 
they end up meeting up again. And mind you, she actually needed the money because she needed to fly back to South Korea because her dad um, is currently in the hospital and he has been in the hospital like left and right. So she wants a really tight schedule. They ended up losing everything that they had and now she basically lives in what's a, cause it's like a dorm apartment for adults, basically where it's like a, just like a bedroom, it's like a studio, but it comes like furnished with like a desk, a bed, a mini fridge, and like a TV, like what, you know, a college student would need, or like you know, most people will need to survive, but it's like really cheap. So it's good for people who are in those types of situations. So she ends up living in one of those and she's working her little fucking ass off. Um, trying to make sure to pay bills, trying to make sure she gets together and she feels like really lost sometimes. So she's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it through, like I can't I can't let this get to me. So she goes on with her badass life and she gets a job offer. And basically like, hey, we need a translator. You're a good translator. Like, um, we'll pay you like around $140 a day. And she is ecstatic. She's like, oh, fuck yeah. And she takes a job. And that's around the time she starts running into... What the fuck is his name again? <laughs> no, John Juke. Something along those lines. And sorry if I butchered that. If you had that name and I butchered it, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I really am. So she ends up giving him like the thousand dollars back. Like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I ended up needing it for an emergency. He's like, ugh, poverty. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're just gonna give me back thousand dollars. What about the fucking interest, bitch? She just walked out with the money, and she's like, you know what? Fine, fuck you. I'll pay the interest. Here, ho, take the money. I don't fucking need it anyways. Even though she does. Um, and the secretary of the dude, Jean Hook, whatever one of them, is like, oh, I know her. Like, she's your brother's, like, best friend. And he's like, oh, so she wasn't fucking lying. All right. Cool, I guess. Still, I don't fucking know her. My mom's business. It's gonna go my way. And so they went into each other in a party, one that she's supposed to be translating for, and he's just attending. And in this situation, uh, she finds herself being, uh, like basically threatened by a rich asshole who gets purposely gets in her way, gets himself like um, wine spilled on his shirt, threatens her with having to pay for the expensive ass shirt for no fucking reason, and then sister says, "Well, if you don't have the money, then you can pay me back in um, a sexual way." Uh, she's freaking out, but luckily, Jean Juk, Hook, oh, whatever. I'm just calling him John. <laughs> Steps in is like, nah, bro. I saw that shit. Don't be trying that. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of the way. And so, he's like, consider your fucking favor done. She's like, thank you, whatever. Like, you know, thanks. I appreciate that. But I'm just going my own business. So the day ends. And while she's going home, she runs across. And guess who? Her best friend. And is like, bro, like, where the fuck have you been? He's like, well, um, I came back because, uh, how do I say this? She was a gold digger. My credit cards were cut off. And so she got pissed off. She left me. 
So I'm back home, but I'm not really trying to be back home, back home. She's like, damn, she's like, I'll take you to my house. But basically, I live in a dorm. And he's like, oh, girl, you live in a dorm? Ew. Uh, I have a whole apartment. I have a whole, like, nice-ass apartment. You can just live there. He's like, I'm not really going to be there. So, you know, because I don't want my parents to find me or whatever. So just uh, chill in there or whatever. And just relax. And he's like, are you sure about that? He's like, yeah. Why should you fucking pay? Like, come on. Chillax. So he takes her to, like, this really, really nice apartment. And it's like, yeah, here's the key. Just chill out. It's like, I'm really not going to be around here. So just live your best life, I guess. And she's like, oh, finally, I'm catching a fucking break. This is what I needed. So she takes over, like, this little apartment. He kind of goes, so best friend goes on his way. He's like, I'll call you one of them around. She's like, all right, man. Love ya. And she starts getting ready. She's like, you know what? Like, this will be great. I'm going to take a nice shower. She takes off her clothes. She takes a nice ass bath. She lets her body breathe and just breathe in that night air and gets who fucking burst into the fucking room. If it's not Jean Ju, I swear that man is like on like on paid time <laughs> to watch him get naked. Like he has to be. You don't just walk into somebody's life like that hardcore. Ends up he's been living there on the low low. Because that's where his brother is supposed to be. And he feels like maybe he'll come around one day. So he sees her there and it's like, Bruh, you never wearing clothes. And she's like, nah, bro, you just, you just trap. You just coming after me. I don't know what's going on. And he basically goes to tell her, yo, put on some clothes or something. Fucking estibitionist. He's like, fine, whatever. And they kind of start like chilling. He's like, you know what? You don't have to leave. Like, you can basically live here. Like, I don't know what your situation is, but clearly my brother knows you. Like, this cannot be a fucking coincidence twice in the fucking row. So, if you want to live here, you can. So, she's like, alright, well, thanks. And he ends up ordering her food, and she's like, you clearly must be friendless, bro. Like, you're inviting a whole stranger you don't even know to basically live with you. And he's like, shut up, bro. Like, mind your own. So, they have a drink, couple drinks, and what would you know? They wake up the next morning together. Uh, yes, if you had any concerns about that, they do sleep together. This one is much more sexual. And they do not shy away from it. In fact, there are many scenes. And so, <laughs> he's like, oh, well, I guess like we can just be friends with benefits or whatever. And they kind of start cultivating this, this relationship. Like this like friendship, relationship situation. But he feels more, but he's trying to sit there and be like, oh, well, this is like no feelings involved or whatever. Like no feelings attached. You know how these are. Um, they don't really mean what to say that sometimes. I swear to God, it'd be so funny. But anyways, he's like, yeah, no feelings or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I bet we can just do this on the low low. And she's kind of just chilling, not paying rent, living her best life, having this man cook for her, living the high life, basically. And then she starts finally, like, just applying for jobs here and there still. Like, she's not just trying to be, like, doing nothing. And she finally gets a job material. And so she tells him, and he's super excited for her. He's like, yeah, like, finally, you know, get what you want. It's like, yeah. So she's like, I'm going to go. And he basically, uh, she goes to the shop interview, and she does get it. Something happens in between there, and the... The, what's it called? The boss is a little interesting, to say the least. He gives me flags, like, 
and I don't I don't know if they're red flags, I don't know if they're green flags, but they're flags of some kind of nature. So anyways, it seems like he's kind of into her. So she goes home and is like, hey, I got the job, like this is great. And he's like, oh, that's awesome. Let's go somewhere. So he takes her out, he buys her a new dress. And it's like, you know what, like this is all for you. Congratulations. Like, really romancing her for somebody who said no feelings. But like, honestly, I want to see where this goes. Cause it does go a little further than that, but I don't want to spoil it. Because uh it's still ongoing. So if you want to read it, you can read it with me. Uh do keep in mind that I will most absolutely definitely be watching <laughs> the basis proposal. Bet your bottom dollar, I'm gonna be watching that. <laughs> for now. I'm going to call it a day and say bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.